Welcome to another episode of Satisfying Static. It's been a while since we've said that, but we're back. We're here. Hello, hello. <laughs> we were discussing we should do a, a quick little reintro to those of you who may be new here. So uh, my name's Christine. I'm PA in the emergency department, uh, paramedic, uh, raging lesbian, and a <laughs> content creator slash I hate the title, but some people call me an influencer on uh, TikTok. I go by Christine Kapow there and on Instagram. And this is... Maggie. Hi, <laughs> I'm Maggie. I was not zoning out staring at the cat, but <laughs> maybe a little bit. Oh, God. And I hate introductions like this because I'm like, what do I do again? But uh, hi, I'm Maggie. Uh, my day job is boring, so I don't like talking about it. Um, I make dumb content on the internet, and that's how I met Christine. <laughs> and the connective tissue here is that we both have ADHD and we're both queer. And so mm -hmm. we use this space to generate random words and have a conversation wherever it may go about said random word. It's meant to be easy listening. It is not meant to be uber informative, <laughs> life advice. And there's not a whole lot of medicine talk here. So if you came here for any of that. Wrong, wrong place. And most of the time that grosses me out. So we're going to nix it immediately. Correct. We do some real time fact checking. We do. Mm-hmm. Often. And it's a good time. If we don't enjoy the original word, we do a word switcheroo in the middle of it. And that's just kind of how it goes. These episodes usually last anywhere from 30 to 35 minutes. Ish. Yeah, ish. And we usually do some uh, housekeeping to kind of update everyone on our lives. This one's going to be a little longer because we have a big house cleaning to do. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. So our last episode was published in, I believe, February of 2023. And now it's May. And now it's May. And now it's May. We have been talking about taking a break beforehand because life was getting kind of crazy anyway. Maggie was on the job hunt and moving. And I was in the last 90-day stretch of wedding planning. And it was all a lot. It was a lot. And it was all a lot. And now Christine is a wife. I am a wife. I am a wife. The wedding was flawless. The day was perfect. perfect. The worst thing that, that happened that day was breakfast was a little late. And when you can say yep. that that's the worst thing, it's a perfect day. It literally. Yeah. It was magical. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie came out for the wedding and she did great. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent participant. She did great. <laughs> Participation award. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate absolutely, it. Absolutely. I literally like have never been in an easier to be in wedding in my entire life. I think I was telling you and Liv that I fully expected to show up like, okay, what, put, put me in coach. Like, what do I need to do? <laughs> and I had laid on your hotel room floor for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lauren, one of my other uh, brides humans had also made that that comment that, you know, this was the first time they weren't expected to basically do all the parts of the wedding. And I was like, no, it's we we kind of planned for everything. Our, our whole job is to look decent and show up at this time. It's kind of it. <laughs> Literally, which was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Even like there was no photography know like weird places we had to be at weird times like we literally just got dressed you took a couple pictures and then we went and got you married yeah yeah our, our photographer and videographer shout out to them uh, photographer was the gowans and then the videographer team was uh earth and sun they were both great uh both groups just told us exactly where we needed to be and where we needed to be we didn't have to do like this huge call list we all just showed up at the same time and kind of did everything and that was great but yeah so the wedding the wedding was great and maggie got a new apartment which is great i moved i moved across town and i love it it's very different from where i was living so i'm like trying to take it in and enjoy walking around the neighborhood and stuff but yeah life got a little crazy i was apartment hunting job hunting and for those of you that do know i work 
for myself. I freelance. So trying to prove your income when you freelance is a little frustrating. Maggie has a relatively steady employment now, and that's getting less stressful that way, which is nice. A little bit. Yeah. Life just has been in a, a, a shit tornado for a while. So I'm I'm grateful that things are slowing down a little bit. I'm taking time to like recover because my stress levels were insane. I was basically running off of adrenaline for like way too long. So yeah, so things have just been a little crazy, but one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, me and Olivia are attempting to adjust back from uh, married, not married life, Jesus, we are married, from the wedding. Like, I don't know what it is, but after the wedding, it just seemed like we had a, a hardcore bottom out of just like exhaustion like just always oh, tired, yeah. kind of trying to spring back to like do things like keep the house in order and, and just be productive and there's all these projects that I want to like finish and get work on right like the millimeter of Mervin project I'm still mm-hmm. working on still trying to get that done but I also bought a new video game and now I'm just like doing that <laughs> on all my free time yeah so that's yeah it's just been it's amazing what stress can like motivate you to do. Like I freaking was barely sleeping, was working late hours into the night, like pushed out like a massive project at work in like two days, but technically like six hours. As soon as I got back from Boston, <laughs> I I literally had like multiple days in the following week where I slept like 16 hours. My body was just like, nope. You were also like quasi sick, right? Yeah, I I wasn't sure if that was just like the atmosphere or flying or what, but I was sitting next to someone who was like coughing and sneezing a lot on the plane. So I was like, I better not have gotten sick. But I was like hella congested and just like not feeling good. And there was a lot going on. Also, I got Invisalign. Oh, right. Yeah. So I completed my Invisalign the week of the wedding and Maggie started her Invisalign the week after the wedding. Yeah, literally. But that also wasn't helping and kicking my ass because these things hurt. They are they are tight. Every new tray the first couple of days is pretty tight and then it gets better. Yeah, but I only wear mine for four days at a time. What? Really? So, yeah. You have four-day changes? hmm Oh, my God. Too much info for everybody listening, but because of how much they need to move my teeth, my dentist suggested slowing down the process so we have more control to make sure it's, like, actually working. So I change mine every four days, which means the first two days I'm in pain, the second two days I'm, like, finally getting used. The third day I'm finally getting used to it, and then the fourth day I change. <laughs> wow. Yeah, four-day changes is aggressive. I had two-week and ten-day changes. I'm going gonna ask at my next appointment if we can just like extend it a little bit because it's been just my teeth are just constantly sore so it's been an interesting experience i would do like a week change like i feel like a week is like a week is better i swear they're trying to move my teeth like the looking at the trays like even from the first week to this week i'm like how is that the same mouth? Like how much they're trying to move? Yeah, the results are, are pretty cool. It's Invisalign's definitely cool. It's just, yeah, I don't blame you for having a, a terribly sore mouth. That's awful. I yeah, not loving it. So my experience hasn't been like the most comfortable, but so far I will say like I am amazed at how fast the process has been. Cause like already, I think I've been wearing them like two weeks and already I see significant changes. But yeah, I just switched. So I'm I'm a little lispy, which I hate. Yeah, I the retainer you're really supposed to wear 12 hours a day uh no like the retainer at the end uh. <laughs> you're supposed to wear like to go to sleep and that takes up eight hours and then you wear like a few hours before bed and a few hours after so then you have 12 hours well when i first got them i was like put it into sleep got it 
So I put it into yeah. sleep next day. I put it into sleep and I was like, why is it so much worse today? Like the second day. And I'm like, oh, because I only slept six hours. Oh. So like mine move immediately if mm-hmm. I don't do the 12th and 12th. Like I have, so I've literally, I'm taking my retainer case to work, taking it out four hours up at the start of my shift because that's my 12 hour mark to keep my teeth from shifting. I don't know if I can do that. I might ask about a permanent retainer because I, d- I don't know if I can maintain and I don't want to have invested all of this time and money and then have my teeth just go back to exactly where they were. Yeah, I created the habit pretty quickly. So I'm pretty good about like 12 hours. And for a while, my bands were only going in at night. So I got really used to only doing half a mouth thing at night. Mm. So I'm, I'm used to kind of putting it in and then remembering to take it out in the mornings. I'd have to wait and take my bands off in the morning. So I don't know. There's some spots in mine that could have been better and I could have done it further I think I could have gotten more refinements if I wanted, but I was just like so ready to not go back to the Midwest anymore and just be done. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I hear you. I just... It'll be all right. I'm dealing with it. It's fine. Do we have any other housekeeping? Oh, I got to keep Murray. I don't know if I told everyone that because I I think we stopped talking before I moved. Correct. Yeah. So Maggie did ask the neighbors. It came up, it sounds like organically in conversation anyway. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And then they kind of gifted Murray. Yeah. So for everyone who was very concerned, thank you for your concern because it was adorable. Like everyone really wanted me to keep Murray. For those of you who don't know who Murray is, Murray was my neighbor's cat who would show up screaming at my back door to be let in. And I would give him treats and he would hang out. And like the last year I was living there, he basically lived at my house. He was pretty much my cat at that point. I just refused to give him a litter box because I was like, you don't live here. (laughs) But when I moved, they were moving like literally the same week. And yeah, I went over there to like say bye to them and stuff and was chit-chatting for a little bit. And then... Was just like, well, if you ever want to leave Murray in California, he's always got a home with me. And they like text me a few hours later and we're like, Murray wants to know if he can live there. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> it was so cute. So yeah, they dropped him off and now he's my cat. So now I'm a cat owner, uh, which has taken some getting used to. I totally forgot I needed someone to watch him while I was in Boston. Right, 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 right. Yep. That was fun. Luckily, I know people, so it was taken care of last minute. But like, yeah, it's been interesting moving from like being able to kick his ass out when he's annoying to just he lives here full time. Yeah, you have to deal with him. You have to deal with him. Yeah. Just got to put up with him. So he's had an attitude for the last two days. He's been trying to bite me. We don't love that, but we're dealing with it. <laughs> Welcome to being a cat owner. It'll get better. It'll get better. I know he loves me. He's just cranky and I can't figure out why. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to be played with more. I feel like Harry gets bitey if I don't like spend a good chunk of playtime with her. That's actually a good tip because he has been extra like needy lately. Yeah, he probably just wants like some solid dedicated engagement and then he will... Stop fighting. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Thank you for the tip. Welcome. Uh, All right. So, oh, I guess we should formally apologize that we did not announce our hiatus uh, anywhere at all. So we just fell off the face of the planet. Yeah, we fell off the face of the planet. Thank you to everyone who reached out. I had multiple comments, multiple uh, messages on TikTok and on Instagram about where we were, what we were doing. We can hopefully get back into a regular swing of things on this and maybe do some live streamed ones we've talked about. So which I think could be fun. But yeah, thank you for everyone who hung on. We really always had good intentions, but you know, sometimes life just like throws it all at you at once. Our, we really just couldn't get our schedules to even quasi align enough to record an episode saying that we were taking a hiatus. It was 
just so busy. I thought about recording one on my own. And then I was like, God, this sounds like a weird breakup. Like I'm recording half of it. (laughs) So I just didn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, I ghosted everybody. I literally didn't have time for anything at some point. I was like, okay, I don't have time for anything except like just to survive at this point. So like, don't even speak to me. Like I had unread text messages for like weeks just sitting there. I was like, sorry. It was just a a rough few months. But now it's spring. Spring has sprung. Okay. (laughs) It's the on. The first word is kettle. K-E-T-T-L-E. Kettle, if you will. I missed this so much. I love the multiple pronunciations. Um, they're my favorite <laughs> part of this show. <laughs> Sometimes if I hear a new word or see a word I'm like tired of, I'll like, well, how would Christine say this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruin it like Christine would. That's a <laughs> Kettle. Well, first thing I obviously think of is like a teapot, but then I thought of witches. <laughs> really? My first thought with kettle yeah. is kettle corn and kettle cooked chip. Are you hungry? You can tell that I'm an eater. Yeah, I'm an eater. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really not. I'm not hungry, but I immediately went to food items because that's me. That makes sense. I feel like that's probably where most people's heads started because that's like a more common thing you see. I don't know why teapot was like the first thing that popped into my head. I think a tea kettle is totally fair. That's a totally fair. But why witches? Why was that? Because I could see that because a tea kettle, a big kettle could be like a mini cauldron and a cauldron is very witchy. That's sort of, I'm like, okay, I don't know why my brain associated those two, but yeah, that is sort of where the thought process went. So I had like a black kettle in my head that turned into a cauldron, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, a kettle. That's really all I got. Tea kettle. Tea kettle makes sense. I think of that phrase, that's the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, that's why I think I had like a black kettle in my head. Yeah, black kettle, yeah. What does that phrase even mean? I use it a lot. It's just a really passive aggressive way of calling somebody a hypocrite. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's kind of what I had in my head. Yeah. I don't use that at all, really, ever. Oh, I use it all the time. I use it all the time. Really? Yeah, I once had a student who was like kind of trying to talk shit about a specialist who didn't want to come do their job. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, hey, will you go grab this? or whatever and they were like ah and I was like well that's uh the pot calling kettle black isn't it you are (laughs) complaining about somebody being lazy and then you're not gonna go do the thing that's nice (laughs) that's a good one yeah good for you okay I see so you just call people out on their bullshit I see all right I try to sometimes. I'll often look at people and instead of saying the phrase, I'll just be like, well, that was kind of hypocritical, right? Like, yeah, you, know, you, you see how that was kind of, it's kind of backwards. It's a little, that's fair. You see how that's a problem, right? And they'll be like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's awkward for everyone now because now, now we're all looking at your mistake. It's weird. Do they, do they usually recognize it's a problem? I guess I don't usually call people out on their bullshit. I feel like they don't realize they're doing it. Well, as a preceptor, you kind of have to. Like, I'm not hard on my students, but I want them to really, this is going to sound so corny, like be the change and medicine right like I don't Aww, want that was cute <laughs> well I don't want students to be shitty and then yeah. go out and be sh- be shitty providers if you're a shitty student you're gonna be a shitty provider like yeah. I'm not giving you tests right I don't know if you're a good test taker and I don't care I can see if you're a good provider or not and if you're not then you're gonna be a, a shitty one like if you're not a good student you're gonna be a shitty provider and I don't want to make shitty providers I don't I don't want a PA to get out there and go yeah my teacher Christine said that that was the most ridiculous thing ever and that I should never do that and I don't you know so I just don't and like you know I just don't I don't want that like I don't, I don't know that's fair no I mean I and especially in that situation yeah you kind of have to keep people like accountable which I guess is also aka calling people on their shit 
Yeah. And in medicine, it's especially important because we have this culture of like people can't make mistakes and that's not true. We are humans and humans are going to make mistakes. And so I really teach my students. I've made mistakes in front of students. I just did the other day. And immediately I was like, oh, that was my bad. Yep. I did that. Uh, They didn't die. They weren't, they didn't have worse outcomes. Mm -hmm. We did the right thing that needed to be done. But I initially made a mistake and I was very sure to look at my student and be like, yo, made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Here's what what I did wrong. Nice. I mean- unfortunate learning experience but still learning experience for that student do we have anything else with kettle um no i've been done for a minute (laughs) you know what though i have one last thing on kettle so kettle bells the workout equipment you have so many good ones why did i think of literally nothing (laughs) so the the kettlebell on uh workout equipment i bought a shirt from inverted gear no they're not a sponsor and their logo is a panda and it's like a it's a panda upside down like on jujitsu geese and stuff and i bought a mystery shirt pack and one of the shirts in it has a panda doing kettlebell exercises on it (laughs) like a whole like row it's like doing swing so that's cute that yeah as speaking of, of pandas, I started a new trend at work, which is very exciting. I was going to ask for an update on that because I don't think the listeners have heard about your de-stress technique. We should share. Yes. At work, I've been I've been opting to load the Smithsonian Zoo in DC's live panda cam. So I will have all my work stuff on one screen and then I will have the panda screen up on the other. And just if I get stressed out on the work screen on the left, I take a few seconds and I look over on the right and I see what the panda's doing, whether he's <laughs> or she is eating bamboo or like in the morning they have zoomies. That's so cute. And the other day, I got a text from someone when I was home and they were like, oh my God, do you have the cam open right now? They're running around. And I was like, (laughs) no, I don't. But I love that you're independently watching this. And they were like, yeah, I've got X, Y, and Z from this department that come down here all the time to look at it. And other people in the ER have been opening it up. So (laughs) it's been a good morale booster for the department for sure. That's cute. I love that. I love that the pandas are are helping keep you sane. I hope I don't get some weird like nickname like, oh yeah, the panda girls is on shift or something. (laughs) Like, oh God, I don't want that. The panda PA. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) Thanks. I hate it. For anyone listening that works with Christine. (laughs) Oh, God. Please no. Please no. Adorable. And the fact that you have panda gear, please don't ever wear that shirt to work because uh, you're doing it to yourself at that point. No, I could never. But I do wear the, the inverted gear inverted gear gi to jiu-jitsu and everyone like sees these black That's logos cute. on the side and they're like, what is that? And then they like move their head literally over and they're like, oh my God, it's a panda upside down. I was like, yeah, it's a panda rolling like you do in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> a rolling panda. Cute. <laughs> All right. We want another word is what we're saying, right? Yeah, but I love how we went from kettle to pandas. This is the There's best. a connected tissue there, right? I have a shirt that involves a kettle and a panda. That's true. Okay, yeah. Proceed. Like forward? <laughs> like presid. Presida. I don't know. I thought pro- I thought it's proceed with an E. I thought proceed like going forward was with an O. Oh, yeah. So proceed like a, like a procession? Oh, yeah. Come before something. <laughs> but it can be go in front of or ahead of. So what's the difference right, like, between proceed and proceed? Though this is confusing. We're learning some grammar today, or uh, words. I don't know what this pre-seed is. Proceed means to come, be, or go before. It can also mean to surpass in rank or dignity. The closely related word proceed means to continue after a pause or to begin and carry on an action. Often, proceed is related to time, while proceed is related to action. That's hard. Yeah, that is hard. So like proceed is like continue. Yeah. Like I guess be like, okay, proceed. This proceeded like what 
a sentence. Uh, put it in a sentence. My journey in college preceded my ADHD diagnosis. Okay, I think that works. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing coming to my head was like ancient Egypt, like documentaries. I was like, when did I feel like I've heard that word in like documentaries? <laughs> I'm sure you have, as everything in documentaries is in the past. So things that preceded now, <laughs> that would make sense. Right. So that's where that's where my head went with that one. Um, the Cleopatra one has been being fed to me on Netflix, so that's the first thing that popped in my head. What 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 other shows are like that? There's you know like the Hatfield and McCoys, where it's like a drama series, but it's also supposed to be relatively historically accurate. I was gonna say Bridgerton, but I don't know if that's actually Bridgerton is one hundred percent fantasy. Like none of the characters in Bridgerton <laughs> ever actually. Well, like King George, I guess. Okay. Um, huh. You know, but like not like there's not a Bridgerton family that exists, and, and they didn't. Right, right, right. I think the courtship stuff is quasi-accurate, but not... Right, no. I feel like I used to watch a lot of those shows. I can't think of a single one of them now. Hatfield and McCoy's is the only one I can think of, and it's just because they were on the History Channel. Like I watched... What was it? There was one that was about... Was it King James and like all of his different wives? There was like a show... The Tudors. Oh, yeah. I have not seen that. That's new-ish, right? Mm, I feel like I want to say yes, but then if we looked, it probably came out in like... 2002 or something like I feel like it's been a minute 2007 2010 oh yeah not that far off but yeah I feel like that one was supposed to that was what popped into my head is like that's when I watched where I was like I feel like that one was supposed to be sort of his accurate historical depiction but also involved a lot of like added drama yeah but I don't actually know that maybe it was all mostly drama loosely based on historical figures right that's hard. I'm also really upset because I'm... Okay, tell me where you weigh in on this debate. Is Sebastian from Little Mermaid a crab or a lobster? Oh, I don't know the difference here. Let me look at him. <laughs> He's a lobster. He's got to yeah, be a lobster. I, I gotta I, look it up I, I was going to say lobster. The fuck do you spell Sebastian? Wow. Yeah, he's absolutely a lobster. Look at those two very definitive claws. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's a lobster. Okay, yeah, I I would agree with that. Okay, why? What's the question? In the new movie, they've made him a crab. <sighs> is it because it was cuter? I would argue a crab or a crab is not cuter than a mermaid. Well, no, than a lobster. Oh, I guess they consider him a crab. Okay, hang on. Sebastian is a crab and not a lobster because his physical features, like missing lobster tail and antenna, his small size and his red color, make it impossible that he is a lobster. I mean, I guess if you if if we're gonna review the evidence in detail, <laughs> I would argue that this was poor animation because they made his body far too large to be a crab. They just made his head like what is going on there like his body i feel like okay i'm looking at this picture that's like a side-by-side comparison of a of a crab and him and like the body's accurate but what is the head yeah okay well i'm mad now to me he definitely red lobster they shouldn't have made him red they should have made him orange right or something i always i would have immediately said lobster too but now look reviewing everything i'm like okay well his body is actually pretty spot on but what is wrong with his face (laughs) Hi, excuse me. What is wrong with your face? <laughs> Something went wrong here. But okay, fair question. The other night at Jiu-Jitsu, I was working with um, other Maggie. Oh, yeah. I did the technique wrong, and it ended up with my face like hitting the mat and then scraping across the mat. Oh, And okay. so I got mat burn on my eye. Like, this whole cheek was, like, super red, and, like, the eyelid was very, like, red. And it's one of those, like, burns that... <laughs> 
nobody can really see, but you feel it. Like, so like the air hurts, all that stuff. It's like a rug burn, but it was on my face. I literally got home and plucked blue fiber from the mat, like out of my face. Oh my God. That sounds painful. Before I left, somebody else who I hadn't talked to all class was like, what's wrong with your face? And I'm like, don't (laughs) come at me like this. Actually, it's clearly I was injured. (laughs) Be nice to me. What's wrong with your face? And said it in like a two-step tone, like a what's wrong with uh, your face? And I'm like, oh, like you really had to commit to that. You really, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't just be like your cheek. And they were like the whole thing. The whole, actually the whole face. What's wrong with your whole face? Do we have anything else with proceed? God, I forgot that's what we were talking about. P-R-E seed. I was still on kettle in my head, to be honest with you. So I'm going to go with no. Press it. No? <laughs> no, Yeah. Do we go to a third word? Do we end it there? Do we see, do we want to see what the third word would be? I say let's cut it so I can okay. have a snack and get back to work. That's probably a good idea. I'd like to go back to playing video games before we go to a show tonight. We're going to go see Sister Act tonight. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, Olivia's never even seen the movie. Oh, no, I, I love Sister Act. I love Sister okay. Act the movie. I've never seen the musical. Yeah. Oh, I love the movie, but I don't – I you have to let me know how the musical is. But I can't – she's yeah. never even seen the movie, but she's excited to no. see the musical? No. Yeah, well, uh, one of her sweetie college friends is in it. High school friends is in it. Oh, cute. That'll be fun. Yeah. We went and saw Beetlejuice last night, and that was great. <gasps> I would love to see that as a musical. Yeah, it was it was Broadway in Boston, and we went and saw Beetlejuice, and it was it was good. It was That's cool. Unfortunately, they used this, like, bright white strobe for parts of it. Okay. And I have a history of, like, migraines, and, like, I haven't had a migraine in a really long time. Oh, no. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that, if I, like, saw it for longer, I'd have a migraine. I woke up this morning for the first migraine I've had in, like, years. Oh, no. Like, I didn't yeah. start to feel better until probably, like, noon today. One, maybe. Like That sucks. Yeah. But, Ugh. yeah, so, fingers crossed that Sister Act doesn't use any crazy strobes, and it's going to be great. <laughs> and we'll go from there. Thanks, everyone, for, for coming back and for listening. <laughs> yeah we uh, we uh, appreciate you hanging on and uh until next time oh yeah and i guess we're doing seasons now because this is episode one of season two so Woo! so Woo! we can schedule a break next time i don't know we'll figure it out yeah maybe we'll do 41 again and 41 will just be that super weird lopsided number that we've decided to have breaks after because <laughs> why not right why not it doesn't have to be even every time it's whatever um we're, we have ADHD. Inconsistency is part of the brand. Okay? That's absolutely part of the brand. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy your video games and enjoy the show tonight. Let me know Let me know if it's good. I will. You want to do the thing again? Oh, fuck. Are we closing out again? <laughs> you guys, no, you got to say until next time. <laughs> until next time. <laughs>